All right, how we doing, everybody? It is 3-19-20. I am your host, Will Reddington, and welcome to another episode of Red Talk. Shea Martin is here to break down a crazy 72 hours of NFL free agency. We talk the biggest signings, best fits, teams that are going forward, backward, and much more. Then we discuss Louisville point guard Darius Perry entering the transfer portal, what the cards look like next season, and we also give you some scheduling updates on some postponed events. Before we do, our show is brought to you by O'Shea's Irish Pub. O'Shea's is offering carryout for the time being from 11.30 to 8. Check out their Instagram at O'Shea's502 for more details and for a look at the menu. All right, let's get it going. Right, Shay. Almost a week now with no sports, but things are going okay. How are you handling all this? Life is uh pretty weird. I just haven't. I don't know. It's weird. That's it's, all there is to it right it's now. It's tough to completely process at this point. I really have been watching the two K simulations. That's impressive. I've yeah, been, I've been on the marbles a little bit. Yeah, the marbles marble are tight. races. But yeah, you know, you put on a two K simulation, right? You put on the two thousand eleven Heat. You make them play like. The 2016 17 Cavs. That's kind of entertaining. You know, LeBron, LeBron, LeBron. Wade. Yeah, V. LeBron. You can get some entertaining stuff out of that. Oh, for sure. Uh, there actually hasn't been a lacking for sports news at all. And now, granted, most of the sports news is kind of revolving around coronavirus, but NFL free agency has kind of taken off. And it's been awesome to have all these updates coming across your phone and things to talk about that aren't this virus. But also, like, can we slow some of this down? We need to spread some of this news out. Yeah, this this news needs to last, like, the next eight weeks. Yeah, and we're getting overloaded. I, right before we started this, I was like, okay, did I miss anything in the last 20 minutes? Because that's how much is going on. But we'll get right into it. Yesterday, me and Austin touched on some of it, but Tom Brady officially said goodbye to the Patriots today. And reports are that he's already signed with the Buccaneers, or already agreed to sign with the Buccaneers, and they are waiting till tomorrow to announce that, which seems like a classy way to handle it, kind of give Brady to a day to say goodbye to the New England Patriots at 20 years as a Patriot, six Super Bowls. Poor it's Pats fans. Incredible run, yeah. I mean, so sorry for those guys. It's all exciting. I think it's going to be so weird to see Tom Brady in a different jersey, but seriously, spread some of this news out. Yeah, I mean, the Tom Brady news obviously has been the headline. Yeah. But, I mean, I was just reading some of his stats there. 20 years there as a starter, they won 17 division titles. Amazing. If you ask me to guess... I might have guessed higher than that. It's crazy. Like, the division's always bad. Yeah. But they're always so good, so it's like, damn, maybe yeah. they are just this good. Good in a thousand different ways. Good with not a ton of talent. Good with a ton of talent. It was historic what they did, and it'll be interesting to see who has more success going forward. You know, Brady's going to go to Tampa Bay, and he's going to have state-of-the-art receivers to work with, with Mike Evans and Godwin, and, and that's going to be way more than he's had in New England for They're all years. better than what he had last year. Yeah, we'll see who has more success going forward between Belichick and Brady, because this is the Patriots' way. You get old, your production starts to kind of die off, or maybe they think you've peaked, and then you're out of there, and they'll even do it to their king. I just want to see where all these other quarterbacks end up. Yeah. Because I feel like there's not many spots left, but... Cam Newton's going to be a starter. Yeah, and we knew this was going to be fun. Like, when you looked oh, yeah. at the quarterback carousel, we've done a few episodes kind of previewing it before. We knew it was going to be fun, but we just thought we had other fun to have, and turns out this is it. But we'll start with the Cardinal. Teddy Bridgewater is headed to Carolina. It looks like yesterday we were getting alerts like crazy that he may be a Chicago Bear, 
and now it looks like he's going to be a Panther, which I like more than the Bears situation because you know he's going to be the starter in Carolina. Yeah. I think it's about time Teddy got the keys. And with a running back like McCaffrey, who knows what that team and offense is capable of. The NFC South is one of those divisions where you have no idea what's going to happen every single season going into it. It's going to be a fantastic Saints team, fantastic Panthers team, fantastic Falcons team. Or they're all going to be 8-8. Eight and eight. Yeah, because you know, the last couple of years it's felt like, oh, well, the, well, the Saints, they're, they're such an obvious NFC South champion. But it very much has not been that way. I think that is that in the AFC South are those divisions where somebody different just wins it constantly. Mm-hmm. And lately the Saints have been hot. And I would expect one more awesome year from the Saints before Breeze maybe starts to get too old. But the door's open. And, I mean, Teddy's going to Carolina to play the Saints twice a year. Cool storyline. Yeah, and I mean, with Brady in there too and Matt Ryan – that's going to be a very good quarterback division. Yes, all for it. Now, a city that has not had a good stretch over the last eight weeks is Houston. Yeah, the Astros clearly cheating, absolutely destroying baseball's reputation around the world. You have the Rockets, you know, they're not playing with the center, they're pissing everybody off. And then you have the Texans, who in the midst of coronavirus are giving Houston citizens more to be upset about. It's pretty tough. Yeah, uh, since Bill O'Brien took over as like GM now, the team too has not. He hasn't made a good decision. And who whose idea is that? Did they who's watch his, Hard Knocks? Why is he a coach? Yeah, he's not good. Hard Knocks that season was laughable. He got that ten year deal at Penn State and left after a year, and people were surprised. This guy's just doing whatever, doing whatever he wants to do. The trade looked bad. When it happened, when you're like, okay, Hopkins for David Johnson, David Johnson a declining asset, they don't even get a first-round pick in return. But then you see Stephon Diggs moved later in the day. Your guy, Vikings fan, he's going to be a Buffalo Bill now, and he's a wide receiver that isn't is a good player, but he's not on the same level no, as DeAndre Hopkins. Level. And the Bills send a first-round pick back to your team. We got four picks plus a first-rounder. That is crazy. I mean, I'm hyped. <laughs> does Bill O'Brien just not? Did this is the first person he called? Bill O'Brien's an idiot. Uh, I couldn't believe. Well, it. I mean, he he got Randall Cobb, thirty year old Cobb for I saw twenty a tweet, mil guaranteed. Saw a tweet today that said, "Trading DeAndre Hopkins for Randall Cobb is like replacing your stolen car with a toaster." That's about as accurate as it gets. Yeah, I mean, it, it's just a fantastic tweet, and it's so true. But Stephon Diggs and his new Diggs, how do you think he's going to fare in Buffalo versus how he fared with your team in Minnesota? I don't care what anybody says. Kirk Cousins better quarterback than Josh Allen. His Diggs' his two best years were these last two with Kirk. Allen, I think, is a very promising young quarterback. His arm is a little too strong, I think. He doesn't even understand it yet. And he overthrows a lot of guys. That's fair. I don't know. I hope Diggs does well. He gave me one of the happiest moments of my entire life yeah. with the Minneapolis Miracle. Just all you Saints fans out there, I hope you remember that day forever. But I don't know. I think he'll be okay. The Bills are going to be have a good shot to win the East, though. Yeah, so. I, I, I love this move for the Bills, and I love it for Diggs. Diggs was a guy who was unhappy last year, even though the Vikings had a great season. To, he was the number one. Thielen was out for half the year. I don't know what he was unhappy with. Yeah, and he clearly wants to be number one. The number one, and there be no arguments about who the number one is. And a great place to go do that, if you're a pretty good wide receiver, Buffalo. is Buffalo. Because Buffalo last year, I mean, you're throwing them on, and you're like, man, this, this John Brown guy's pretty good. Yeah, we got to keep getting this John Brown guy the ball. And it's Remember, like, John Brown was good with the Cardinals like six years ago. Like real deal. Like look their stats up. That was the Bills' best passing threat last year. Pretty solid running back, up and coming with Singletary. I like this move for Buffalo, and the division's wide open. And I think now that Miami and Buffalo 
And the Jets, too, you know, the Jets haven't done anything yet. But I think now that you see, okay, wow, Brady's really gone, which I don't think any of us ever really believed was going to happen. I think these teams are going to start making some moves. You might as well because the time is now. Yeah, for sure. Like, this is your chance. Go, go take it. Who do you think had the best day to start free agency? Because I, I actually think it's the Dolphins staying in that division. I did like the Dolphins. I know just because all the hype they got last year, but I thought the Browns did good. Yeah, definitely. They, they needed to help Baker bad on the O-line specifically. They went out and got Conklin from Tennessee. He was yeah. an all-pro as a rookie. He's, still, he's about to be 27. I mean, they can get a good five-plus years out of this guy, and he's going to work hard every day. And Titans fans are devastated about that loss. Oh, it's a huge loss. And when you see a team, I think that's a really important part of free agency, NBA, MLB, NFL. When you see fans like, no, we can't lose that guy, or when you see fans like, I'll drive you to the airport. I think you can kind of tell what you're going to get. And it doesn't always work out that way, but Titans fans are really upset about losing him. And you have to love that for the Browns because Baker does need more time because he can't really see over his guys anyway. A really tough place to start. But when you look at what the Dolphins do, they make Byron Jones, the cornerback formerly of the Dallas Cowboys, the highest paid corner in football, which sounds kind of wild, but you look at what the Patriots are doing and they're going for it. They add an offensive lineman and Eric Flowers. And really why the Dolphins had the best day is stuff that's yet to come. They have all these draft picks lined up where they can get maybe Tua, maybe one of these awesome wide receivers that are available in the draft. And then suddenly, out of nowhere, after last year, they were selling everybody. They're in a good spot to succeed. Yeah, I mean, I know they didn't have great years in the past, but after last season, would they get five wins? Yeah. and You'll take that for I, what it looks like you're going to get. I think they won like five of their last nine games or something like that. They're not like, bad. I mean, they still have Xavier Howard, right? Yes. On the other side of yeah. Byron Jones. So, I mean... We're going to have a nice D, yeah, at least they, a nice secondary. They are, and I think that a lot of people like Flores down there as the coach, and even through a really tough stretch last year where people are betting their pinkies on them going 1-15 and 15 and stuff like that. Like, That's such a coward for bailing <laughs> He probably doesn't feel great about it now because they, they won a ton of games. I know, that's what I mean. But, you know, that was less than a year ago, and now look at him. I, I love what the Dolphins are doing but Philip Rivers heads to the Indianapolis Colts, and I just Wild. don't know how I feel about that. I think he's better than Brissett. Maybe, yeah. And if you get T.Y. healthy all year, maybe you can pick up wide receivers still. You know, probably have to, you'll get the second rounders probably now, but they got DeForest Buckner from the Niners. Yeah. That's huge for their line. Yes. So I think they can make some noise in the South. Yeah, Darius Leonard's still there. That division's wide open. And Philip Rivers is going to be charged up about this. He's going to be ready to go, ready to prove himself all over again. It sucks for him that, um, you know, the country, we are supposed to hang out in groups with less than 10 people. And he's got like 11 kids. So what are they going to do? Yeah, I mean, they're going to have to quarantine in the house. And it's split up? Just mom mom and a couple kids get the uh, probably upstairs. Dad gets the basement. Paper, rock, scissors rest. to see who gets five kids. The other one gets six. That's so many kids. It's a ridiculous amount of kids. I mean, it, it can't be fun. I Maybe mean, the is. funny thing is, I mean, yeah, Rivers is always off playing football. The wife is the one with the kids. Yeah, I mean, she <laughs> she has to love it. I don't know, because they, they keep doing it. You know, you'd think if she was yeah. tired of it, they'd be, you know, nine kids is enough. He's a cult now. I don't know how to feel about that, because the Chargers, they had two major problems last year. Number one, injuries. Everybody was hurt. Number two, their quarterback. Yeah, Phil Rivers sucked it, last year. And every everything else about their team is actually pretty awesome. One of the best young Eckler safeties in the game. Eckler's back. Keenan Allen's a, a top five wide receiver when he gets it going and has somebody to throw him the ball. Hunter Henry, he's coming back to L.A. This seems good. And if they land Jameis Winston, we'll well, I mean, there, There's like three quarterbacks that need a spot. Yeah. Like a starting spot still. And Jameis, Cam, I mean, Brissett probably could still be a starter. Yeah, we'll see. With the other guys out there. I'll tell you another thing I love that the Browns did yesterday. Sign Case Keenum. 
Like Case Keenum is a solid backup to bring in, especially when you're in a situation where you really don't know what you're going to get from mm-hmm. Baker in the immediate future, especially down the road, but you don't know what you're going to get in the next two years. Case Keenum has proven that you can throw him into random situations, and he might be able to win you a football game. He might be not also, but, I mean, he, better than like Matt McGloin. He could lead you to a 12-2 and two NFC title game. Yeah, you I mean, never know. there's no chance that you don't have more faith in Case Keenum going out there and trying to save the day versus like a guy like Brogan Roback or Gilbert, the guy from last year that backed him up. Terod Taylor. Yeah. And Terod is another guy where it's like, hey, Terod's a starter. He might be able to win Terod's a starter for the Chargers right now. As of right now, yes. Uh, most underrated move of the first 24, 48 hours. What do you think? I'd probably say the most underrated that people aren't talking about is the Dolphins signing Jordan Howard. He's a player. Yeah. And he's a specific situational back. And it's like, you know, you have to have somebody to compliment him, and I don't think the Dolphins have that right now. You're looking at who they were playing in the playoffs last year. I mean, what was that white running back that I kept having to start? They were running out Patrick Laird all year last year, and then you start to have some injuries, and you start to see Patrick Laird appearing in your fantasy football playoffs in your starting lineup, and then you start to see your team become immediately eliminated. But, I mean, the Dolphins. Pat's got to be as excited as possible while he's quarantined in his house. They also add Kyle Van Noy, who's been one of the top three or four guys on an awesome Patriots defense over the last two or three years. So uh, the Dolphins, just a great day. My my most underrated move is going to be Michael Brockers, uh, the defensive lineman who is an LSU guy. He's a Rams guy, so I have grown to love him over the last, it feels like, 10 years. But he consistently stayed healthy for the Rams and absolutely thrived against solo blocking schemes because he's not the main guy people are worried about. And when you're in L.A. and you're playing defensive line for the Rams, they have guys like Aaron Donald and Dante Fowler that teams sure. have to focus on. And Michael Brockers really thrived in those situations. And I think he can kind of do the same thing in Baltimore because they just added Calais Campbell. That's another piece I was going to say. Calais Campbell moving to Baltimore for basically a fifth-round pick, yeah. which is fantastic on their part. Most passes deflected in the NFL over the last two years. I mean, we all saw what happened in the Titans game. Lamar didn't have his best game, but they could not stop Derrick Henry. Yeah, You put those two now in the middle of that line with Matthew Judon. It's their glaring weakness. That in the wide receiver spot, I'd say. Right, which they, I mean, they can fix that though. Yes, you know that's and that all is they're really looking very for. fixable in the draft. No yeah, matter though, I mean, where you they're drafting get at, the eighth best receiver in the draft, that's a good receiver. Last year, best receiver on their team, Hollywood Brown, got him from the draft. Not a bad way to go. Uh, Jason Witten, the worst Monday Night Football announcer of our lives, and Cowboy legend, whole career with the Cowboys is not a Cowboy anymore. He's going to team up with one of the best Monday Night Football announcers of our lives, John Gruden. Johnny. In Las Vegas or Oakland, we don't really know where the Raiders are going to play next year. Yet. I feel like it's going to be the Las Vegas. They're pretty close to done. Did you, Did you read that article though? Yeah. About how they may have stayed Oakland. I, that's just so mean to those fans. I mean, you know, I don't know. I feel like if you're a Raiders fan in Oakland, like you might be kind of pumped up about that. I mean, well, yeah, but you just signed Mariota. Are you really pumped up to, play, to watch football next year? What you know, Jason Witten is a Raider. And I don't think that this is very important news. I think that he is probably headed to Oakland to kind of mentor Darren Waller, which I really like that move. Darren Waller is probably a top five or six tight end in the NFL. When you read that article, though, about the uh, the Raiders not moving to Las Vegas and the Rams and Chargers not being able to open their stadium on time, it's, it's pretty rough for a few of my friends who think they're going to the Taylor Swift concert that opens the Rams and Chargers stadium. That's not going to happen. So that is the first event that is going to happen at that Rams-Chargers hybrid stadium. Loverfest is going to be the second-to-last weekend of July. 
So that's the Taylor Swift concert, second to last weekend of July. Any chance that happens? They have I'd to. I'd say no, and it's not because the stadium might not be ready. It's still because the groups you can't be over that many people yet. That's fair, that but I mean guess. they've had to halt construction to some degree. Oh, probably. I don't know if you can, like, how close fifty people can be. I don't know if you can put fifty guys on this side of the like stadium, a mile away. fifty on the other. I don't know if that's an issue. It'd be a brilliant plan, I guess. I don't know, maybe not. But yeah, uh, who knows where the Rams are going to be playing games at? Who knows where the Chargers are going to be playing? Raiders could be as in a completely different, a different city. Logo. There's a lot unknown. So that apparently, logo was bad. apparently that one's fake. And the ones that I'm seeing okay. that, are, that are supposed to be real actually look way more realistic that okay. they're real. That's uh, that's fair. Though. Yeah, that that one just has to be fake. But yeah, I mean, it was bad. Th- there's a lot of unknown out there. You know, that's that's kind of the story of what we're going through as a society right now. Nobody knows what's going to happen. Except we know we're in quarantine. Yes, and Can't we do. do anything. We do also know that there is now going to be seven teams that make the playoffs from each conference. Are you a fan? No, I don't care for that. You don't like it? I like the six. That yeah, made sense. I thought the top two teams deserve a buy. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I do think that it's really cool that it puts more incentive on winning your conference in the regular season, and I do think it's really cool that the Rams would have been in the playoffs this past year and they would have got to play the Packers, somebody that they might have been able to beat. Yeah, I saw if the seven teams would have happened, we still would have played the Saints, which means we still would have beat you yes, all. That's so, just the way it, we we do things. Exact same for you, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I've just fourteen teams making it now. I know it's out only out of thirty two. So it's not even like it's half yet, but that just seems like a lot to me. It's right in the middle. You know, the NBA lets more than half their league in, 16 of them. Yeah, but that's because they're cowards. And the MLB lets in, like, yeah, you know, 10. That's <laughs> cool. 10, essentially, basically eight. If really you eight, because wildcard game's not, yeah. that's not the playoff. And that's out of 30. So the NFL's right in the middle. I don't hate it. Um, I, I like the idea of, of one more playoff game. You know, give me anything. Give me one yeah. more of anything at this point in life. I'm really going to like it when the Vikings steal that seven spot one of these days. So for now, eh. But once they take that spot, I'm going to enjoy it. You know, free agency is, is going on throughout this, which I think is is possible and reasonable. I'm really happy that it is because it's given us a lot of news. But it also would have been just as reasonable if they were like, hey, we're just going to postpone this for two months. You know, we're not going not gonna to do anything. But the NFL is kind of taking the opposite route. The draft apparently goes on as scheduled. And that is April 23rd to 25th, so it is not that far away. And that is in Las Vegas. I'm assuming there will not be a crowd there of any kind. But I don't even know if the players are going to yeah, go. Yeah, I don't know what this looks like, but... You know, give me a Skype draft. I think it sounds awesome. Give me anything. No, I'm down to watch it for sure. It's just I feel bad because some of those guys have been working their whole life. They want to go up on that stage, shake Adele's hand yeah. with their jersey. Like, you know, it's, it's sucks, but it's what we got to do. Yeah, I mean, this thing affects everybody. This thing affects everybody in sports. You know, it affects these guys that are going to get drafted, and it affects those seniors that play basketball for Vermont that, that aren't going to get to play anymore. It's it's truly crazy. Loved Anthony, Anthony Lamb. Yeah, Hooper. It's, it's tough. Maybe we'll see him in the summer league if there is a summer league. College basketball, just a little bit of it. Um, some Louisville news. Darius Perry, Louisville point guard, has entered the transfer portal. So he is going to graduate. He will not have to sit out. Do you think this was the right move? I hope so. Uh, I'm just looking at our depth chart for next year. I know we're going to get some grad transfers, but, boy, are we going to need some backcourt players. Yeah, that's what what kind of puzzled me about it. But things just haven't really worked out for Darius here. I, no, I, re- I mean, he was, he was recruited under Patino's class. Yeah. So, you know, so he never got to play for his coach. And his first two games for Louisville, both at home, he, like, absolutely lit it up. At, like, 17 and 15 points, he's backing up Quentin. And you're like, man, this guy is going to be an absolute star. Oh, I was ready for him to be the future of the program. And he, he just didn't really fit in. And I think it's fair to say that he probably didn't like it as much 
as people may have assumed he did from watching how enthusiastic he was on the bench. And I think that not only speaks to his character, but it also makes sense. You only get one more year of college basketball, and he doesn't want to risk sitting behind another grad transfer point guard, which is what's happened to him the last two years. He really hasn't gotten his chance, and I think his Louisville fans were kind of okay with that. As long as we get Jay Scrub. Yeah. If we don't get Jay Scrub, I'm worried. And I, I would expect Jay Scrub and even Malik Williams and Samuel Williamson to all test the beginning of this draft process. So my advice to all Louisville fans is don't freak out. That doesn't mean all those guys are gone. They can come back. Jordan came back. So we'll see how it goes. But, yeah, when you look at who we're going to have next year, you take Perry out of this. So who are we looking at? We're looking at Samuel Williamson. He's back. Well, let's just say look at the guards, Johnson and Nickelberry. All right, you go to threes, you got Williamson. So Zinski and Withers are like, you know, apparently they can't shoot it all. So Malik Williams and a Gahan. Yeah, and a Gahan. And then hopefully our new savior, Jay Scrub, hits campus. And Scrub, and then we get the other two freshmen. And then J.J. Trainer. J.J. and then a kid from Indy. I think if Scrub comes, we'll be fine, but you will not find a mock draft that has Jay Scrub not in it at these at these moments. But you will not find one that hasn't been the first round either. So that means it could truly go either way. But that 2021 draft class is supposed to be a lot better. So don't be surprised if we never get to see the left-handed, smooth criminal Jay Scrub in a Louisville uniform. But if he is there, then we're looking at David Johnson, Jay Scrub, Samuel Williamson, Malik Williams, the Gahan. If not Withers. Yeah, I mean, that's not a bad Withers team. Withers at the four. I it's pretty mind. solid. Yeah. So there's a lot in the world that has been postponed, and there's a lot that we don't know. But here's when everything is supposed to be. Here's what we do know. Looks like MLB, they're shooting for mid-May. What do you think? Just give it to me now. Yeah. I want all the baseball I can get because I'm usually – this time of year, obviously, it's March Madness. But as soon as March Madness is over, I just I flip to baseball. Yeah, and I'm you, just ready to go. And I, you're like me. Even when all the basketball is going on, you still try to find a way to watch your team every oh, yeah, day, 100%. which is an easy way to get into baseball. If it does come back first, and you're not a big baseball person, find a team, or maybe you already have a team. Watch them, learn their play, watch them every day. Let it become part of your routine. And if you can't watch them, just check the scores. It's fun. But the MLB is a favorite to come back first. They're plus one twenty, NHL plus two hundred. MLS plus 300, NBA plus 400, and the NFL at 11 to 1. So I think we're probably looking at MLB first, mid May. That really wouldn't be that bad. And that's crazy no, to be say because that is a whole two months away. God bless. And so NBA is looking at June. I, if they do come back in June, I really hope they do. I just want to see how this plays out till for playoffs and then like the start of next season. How much break are they going to get? Yeah, this. NBA season is suspended, but there isn't much time left in the regular season. Right. Each team is looking at somewhere in between about 10 and 7 games left apiece. That's really not long, and I think it would be reasonable to just cancel it. To just cancel that part and to head straight into the playoffs. But what about, I mean, those 8, eight 9 seeds, they're going to be like... They're going to get kind of screwed, but you know how many times has an 8, 9 seed won the NBA playoffs? Uh, no, you're right. I'm just... So, you know, so I, I think like if when you look at it, like you have to cut your losses, not everybody's going to be satisfied... The NBA is not in the worst spot in the world, but it's just not a great sport to be playing. As me and Austin discussed yesterday, with coronavirus going on, you know, you're all close to each other, you're sweating. You're every post move, someone's getting breathed and sweated on. Yeah, MLB, there is literally somewhat of social distancing built into the game. The only time really is like if there's a runner on first and the first baseman says what's up. Yeah. That's about as close as they get. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Derby, which affects us greatly around here. Oh I my mean, God. where we are at right now doing this podcast, I mean, we are. We, we could walk to Churchill Downs. We could be it. there. I mean, it's just right there. We could be there in five minutes. It is uh, not going to happen in May as it has 
like whatever year of our life. 75 years in a row. Yeah. the first Saturday in May. But I like how they're being proactive with it. Um, it looks like we're going to have Derby in September. The first weekend of college football. That's pretty insane. And that would be so I'm fun. Not, I'm not I would, sure. I just hope that happens. If they're bringing like Thurby with it. Yeah. But that Thursday is Louisville's home opener. Yep. So it would be the NC same day State. as Thurby. Imagine. I mean, I think if they have a recruit come in on that weekend. Yeah. Show them what Louisville can really do. Yeah, especially <laughs> after fun. they've been locked in their house for three that's months. That's what I mean. Oh, man. I mean, because we'll, I mean, that place could get burned down. Yeah, that sounds like the time of our lives. I, I just hope that that happens and we don't have to keep pushing more things back. Yeah, I mean, just, I need, I needs it. So, how are you spending your time? Uh, well, I've stared at the ceiling a lot. Okay. Really trying to figure out what I need to accomplish in life that okay. doesn't involve sports. A little soul searching. Yeah, well, I mean, what else are to do? Yeah. Been listening to that new Harlow project, Jack Harlow. I'm probably going to memorize every word just because that sounds like something fun. You know, I love Jack Harlow, but I haven't had the heart to turn it on yet because even though I know it's going to make me happy and it's going to put me in a good mood, it's going to make me want to go party with all my friends. Uh, it always I, I does. I love it, though. I listen on the way over. I just can't. I've been like just listening to podcasts, just having try, like trying to have something just kind of take me away from everything that's going on or in inform me at a greater level about what's going on and like music right now just it isn't really fun to me because it makes me think about all these great times i've had and it's like oh, I, well, right. I can't do any of that and you can't just sit around listening to usher you got it bad because it'll just get bad yeah because as soon as warm weather gets going i'm just like all right country music let's crank this i'm ready to have fun exactly and like you you know what's the point now i don't i mean besides that i decided i'm gonna become the best call of duty player in the world yeah that's uh what so I think seventy five percent of the people in my phone book that are gentlemen are doing right now. Yeah, well, I'm gonna, I'm going to. Okay, so mark that down. And these comedy specials on Netflix, two of my favorites are coming out. One came out today, Burt Kreischer's, and then next Tuesday, Tom Segura's comes out. So I'm gonna watch those probably a thousand times. Couple things to look forward to. Yeah, that's love nice. Watching, love watching those comedy specials. I um, am playing Game Seven in my Two K franchise letter. I played the entire season, and I'm in Game Seven of the finals, and. Um, I'm going to wait until, like, Saturday at 1 o'clock to play. <laughs> I'm going to, like, <laughs> let the excitement build. I'm going to let the tension build and, and have it to constantly think about. And, yeah, I'm, I'm waiting until Saturday at 1 o'clock to play Game 7 in the finals. So that's where I I'm mean, at. It's, it makes sense. Yeah. You, know, you don't get to watch every game day after day. you got to wait sometimes. Yeah, Austin Bickett tweeted today, I, I don't know what people that do not play video games are, are doing with their lives or are going to do with I their lives. I think some people are, like, reading books. Austin How scary said, is that? Austin said he was going to start reading books. That's you know, I hope he reads books. I just know if I tried to start reading a book, I would be like, oh, well, wouldn't it be cool if I was doing something else? Well, people are like, you need to read more. I'm like, do you know how much Twitter I read? Facts. I read so much Twitter. We're only reading. I mean, nobody's talking to us on Twitter. So no, I just some. I read and I watch me or watch videos. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. I get so much smarter being on Twitter. I mean, can you imagine if we didn't have Twitter throughout this process? We'd have to watch the news. I'm going to be sick. Yeah, it, it's it, well, you, you can't say that right now. Do you have anything that you personally want a podcast about? Do you have any ideas? You know, this just happens. This is one of those things that's like, you know, take your time. We, we have we have plans. We have ideas. We're going to keep it moving. But you, you know, you and Austin, y'all should personally take a step away. Like, what do we want to do? Do we have any ideas? Because, you know, I'm pretty, pretty open to anything right now unless uh, sports come back. I mean – good to even talk about besides just daily news yeah but i mean you know we can watch some of our old favorite movies old favorite shows just something that'll get you a whole episode out of we got well i'll take recommendations on something i need to, a, a movie not like 18 seasons of a show 
That makes sense. I'll watch a movie or like one season of a show. You know, not Love is Blind. That looks god-awful. I'll take care of Love is Blind. Thank God. Yeah. Jeez, that looks bad. But, I mean, I can't even come on here and complain about The Bachelor or Bachelorette anymore because it's just not there. And, and, it's and that's like, upsetting. And not only that, but it's like, that's just not even a problem anymore. You know, like, who cares about that? And to be fair, when I had to scroll through Instagram and see Chris Harrison deliver me that three-and-a-half-minute statement where he's, like, explaining that everything's canceled, like, and what they were about to do. Like, he's literally on a balcony, and he was like, Claire was just about to meet all these gentlemen for the first time. Chris, there's bigger problems. And I, I got to say, though, it it – it crushed me. It was one of the more like devastating blows because sports all got canceled and it was like being hit with a hurricane. But then that was like just one last little punch in the mouth. You're like, oh, cool, that's gone too. And it makes sense. Of course it's gone. But, yeah. I'm just hoping, I don't know, all these movies that were supposed to come out, just send them to my phone. Let me watch them somehow. Yeah. Let me be entertained. Like I was telling you earlier, I'm going to watch probably every Joe Rogan podcast ever. Yeah, become they, the smartest human alive too. <laughs> there are... a few cool sports documentaries about to come out uh we talked me and austin touched on the jordan bulls 90s documentary that's coming out on espn but also hbo is about to release on march 31st uh, christian dawkins yes the fbi ncaa scandal uh, apparently there's wiretaps that have never been heard before on it wow. now this is something that i am it would typically not be looking forward to you know because i'm a fan of schools like louisville and lsu who who could both be implicated in this that that doesn't make sense to me but okay. not impossible but i'm just saying um yeah so normally i would be like oh this doesn't sound fun to me but you know just give me anything i'm, I'm down for it yeah i mean anything any kind of sports like i know there's been some people saying sports just aren't that important I'm like okay but let me tell you why you're wrong yeah like they literally enhance the quality of our lives by i feel thousands. terrible for the high school seniors right now who were playing a spring sport and it just got taken away without them even getting their last at bat, yeah. last track meet, without even knowing. And it's and it's just that's over. Just, it's miserable. And when you think about it from a high school standpoint, I mean that's over. You know they're they're talking they're about NCAA spring sports. Yeah, guys like our our guys, Adam Elliott, Luke Smith, having an extra year of eligibility based on what's happening, and that is absolutely the right thing to do. Give the players the choice. If they want to go to the MLB, if they want to go into the farm system, or if they want to return back to school and actually get to do this thing one more time, they should have the right to. And baseball and all that, it makes so much sense. High school, nobody can even consider it. But basketball, you know, I don't necessarily think those players should have an extra year of eligibility. Oh, I don't. They, they played a whole regular they, season. They, I mean, it sucks, but it's true. They got 90% of their year in. Yeah. They they missed the biggest 10%, yeah. which that's not up to them. That's not up to any, you know, no one could control that. But I don't think they, they should. Unless the NCAA is cool with the one year, everybody gets a couple more scholarship kind of things. So yeah. No one really gets hurt. Which but. just doesn't seem like – has the NCAA ever been the – the type to do something really cool no, for everybody. Not even remotely. Yeah, they sure aren't. Uh, let's let's do some suggestions here. So, TV and movie suggestion from each of us. We're gonna do one new, one that's um, either currently playing or pretty new. Uh, it can be TV or movie, and then we'll do one that's kind of old. What do you got? I'm, I was upset to hear. I was listening to yours and Austin's podcast. Sure. And you said that new Mark Wahlberg movie was just terrible, and I watched it last week. I thought it was pretty good. I didn't like it at all. I was a fan. I was gonna use that one. Too much mumbling. Yeah, I mean, I could see why that's a problem. But. Okay, awesome. I'm just glad you noticed uh, that too. Well, then another new movie. It was just put up, put on HBO yesterday. That Beatles movie. The guy that knows all the Beatles songs, hmm. but uh, no one, no one had ever heard of the Beatles, so he just started playing all the songs. Became rich off of them. It's a pretty cool movie. That sounds pretty cool. No, I liked it. 
Huh, okay. Yeah, so that's the, that's my new movie. That's your new? I'm going to go with HBO's The Outsider. It is a show that just turns your mind into mush as you're watching it. Like, it's constantly, it's one of those things you have to consistently pay attention to. So it's not a real background show. It's just, it's something that you have to absolutely lock into. But it's another, like, piece of just HBO gold where it's a show that's just, well made like from front to back the cast is incredible the story is really cool but it's one of those things you have to really in-depthly follow which i think a lot of people are kind of looking for right now right that's I, I we were talking before i finished this on sunday and i was just like damn that was good but that like took something out of you yes like, like, like whoa that's kind of what you want like something that's gonna like actually consume your mind and body to the point where you're not thinking about what's going on in the world for a little bit and that is the outsider and it starts out with Jason Bateman. The cast is awesome. And that show is just willing to go to links that other shows aren't. And I think that you... That's HBO. And you notice it, Love it. immediately. You're like, oh my oh my God, wait, wait he's gone? No, yeah. He's off the show now? Like, wait, what? I, so I was like, Jason Bateman's in the show. I'm like... Oh. Well, I mean, the opening scene, when you hear about what happens to the kid, you're like... You're like, oh, wait, aren't oh, you? God. You're supposed to be working on Ozark. Ozark comes out next Friday, people. Season three. Yeah. O- we are almost... If you have not watched it yet... You got a week and a half to get through two seasons. Seriously, that's a great one. Ozark is a phenomenal show. Jason Bateman on Netflix, season one's season one and two are on there right now. I think about eight episodes in each. Eight to ten. Eight so to ten. It's right there. Incredible show. Probably Jason Bateman's best work in his career, which I think says a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's usually he's like the comedy guy, so this was great for him. It was. It was very different. It definitely wasn't Couples Retreat. <laughs> what a what a movie. Couples Retreat is a God, banger. A oh my movie. God, awesome movie. But. Yeah. Both horrible bosses. Uh, awesome. I mean, God. But the um, but Ozark is is coming out. You know, you can watch that. You can binge it, and then you get the new season, and you'll feel like a regular person living in a normal world for just a little bit. Another show I just finished. Uh, it's on Amazon Prime. It's called Hunters, based in nineteen seventies. I think my dad loves this show, dude. Al Pacino's in it. They are Nazi hunters. It is crazy good. Al Pacino's a legend, man. He's everywhere. Oh, dude, it's wild. When I was watching... Ending that show, too, my mind, I couldn't breathe. When I was watching Any Given Sunday the other day for the first (laughs) time, and I was like, this Al Pacino's the coach? He's that dude. I was hyped, yeah. He's just... I mean, he's always around. Yeah, he is. Old suggestion. You got anything? Old stuff for me usually is just, I want funnier. Yeah. Well, I I noticed the other day, semi-pro... Step Brothers on Netflix. Semi Pro has returned to Netflix. Dodgeball. Or has appeared on Netflix for the first time. Dodgeball is on HBO now. Nice. Dodgeball, when I was a kid, was probably like the most grown up movie I would constantly watch. My parents just like, <laughs> it's, it's a lost cause. He's going to watch it. Dodgeball's awesome. Absolutely love Dodgeball. Yeah. Just heater after heater. Yeah. Semi Pro, me and other Red Talk enthusiasts, Corey LaFever, probably watch Semi Pro like two or three times a week. Corey, I can't even act like I'm on his level. Corey watches this movie every day. <laughs> like, he legitimately sends me a Snapchat from it almost every single day. It's so funny. And it's that damn good. I mean, you got Will Ferrell, Woody Harrelson, Andre 3000s out there. Uh, it's one of the best movies ever. And on my movie TV and movie list where I'm writing down everything I love, number one, Semi Pro. Right, first thing That's I wrote great. down. Movies that I love. Oh, well, I love Semi-Pro. Super bad. Super bad. Also incredible. But uh, my old suggestion to everyone is going to be Saturday Night Live. And if you know me, you know that Saturday Night Live is like my favorite show of all time. Uh, my mom has loved it forever, and I kind of saw little clips of it as a kid and would laugh. But it's kind of one of those shows that if you don't watch it consistently, you've probably really laughed at it a time or two. On Twitter, on Facebook, just came on your TV randomly. I 
if when you go back through the old seasons of Saturday Night Live, because they're all on Hulu, like the last 16, it is days on days worth of content. And when you go back through, like, I just watched a stretch from season 40. I mean, this is only like six years ago where Jim Carrey hosted and then Chris Rock and then Woody Harrelson. Three straight episodes. They follow current events. The skits are hilarious. And it, it, it is one of those shows where you can jump in wherever. So you can put it on your Hulu, you can get your work done, and you can just kind of tune in, in in any five-minute portion and just laugh a lot. Saturday Night Live, awesome show. I'm glad you said Hulu, too, because I, I know I need to watch some more Saturday Night Live. But I was scrolling through there every day just looking at movies to watch. And one I put in my, like in my list, I haven't watched it yet, Sam Elliott's The Star. And it's just called... The man who killed Hitler and then Bigfoot, and I'm immediately intrigued. That's uh, I've read that. I was like, "Excuse me, what?" And then you read the description: American war hero who secretly assassinated Adolf Hitler has now been called upon to take out another global threat, Bigfoot. Uh, I'm all in. Are they being for real? I'm all in. Um, yeah, I'll watch that. Came out just two years ago, so I'm excited. That sounds hilarious. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know. It's what probably really it could be serious. About. It sounds funny. It says drama. Yeah. I love Sam Elliott, so I think it'd be really good. I'm beyond down for that. I wish I wouldn't have wasted. You know, Disney Plus came out. I watched all the Star Wars in a row. You remember when I was doing that? Oh, I did that too. Yeah, <laughs> you should have waited to do that. Well, Disney, they're doing that when they have new shows. They're releasing an episode a week. Yeah. Quit with that trash. Yeah, it Give is. me everything now. It's I not, pay for it. It's not the time for it. Yeah, I need it now, and you're going to let me binge it. <laughs> not the time for all that. Uh, is there anything you'd like to talk to me about? Let's just let's just pray we get through this. Yeah, he's got to pray we get through this. Uh, do you think that I sold my soul for an LSU national title? I would have done the same. They played an old game on SEC Network the other day, and I you know just enjoyed the living hell out of it. And I was kind of thinking, man, I, I did kind of say like, you know, I don't need anything else. Just give me this. I think if it was me for one of my teams, and I was like, I'll take a title for four to six months without sports. Sure. You know, I, I probably would have said that at the time. That day, that Monday at, at 1 o'clock, but I, once, I would have said that. Once we get through this, yeah. we're going to know we can do it. But if if you tell me, hey, Will, Clemson's going to beat LSU by 55 and there's not going to be a global pandemic, I'd be like, okay, I will would be the one. Would you have taken an LSU getting throttled by Clemson for March Madness? So Joe Burrow yes. pretty much wouldn't go number one. He yeah. wouldn't be that guy. Yeah, I would take it, and it would break my heart, and I wouldn't enjoy it. And I guess in this fictional world that we are living in here where we're where this is the situation, I probably wouldn't really know that what, what I'm doing is going to work at the time. True. But, yeah, I would do it, and I would do it for the people. Because I personally needed and wanted that LSU National Championship. So did my little sister and my family. But, like, the people, the people needed March Madness. I need it, March Madness. I mean, tonight's supposed to be the first four. You're telling Indeed. me I don't enjoy looking at that every day, this hey, background. Legend. But I'm telling you. Oh, that's that, a sweet L. I like that. It, it is hard body. It's yeah. an awesome background. Yeah. But I, I love looking at Joe Burrow on my screensaver every day, but I would I would trade it all for, for this to just not be happening at all. It looks like we have some bad news. Uh, four Nets players have tested positive for COVID-19, including Kevin Durant. Oh, Kevin's one of them? Kevin Durant. <gasps> yeah. Isn't that crazy? Oh, man. Poor Kevin. I hate that. I, I usually like felt like I didn't like Kevin as much, but this past year without him, I'm like, God, I miss Kevin. Yeah, you, you definitely miss Kevin Durant out there. And now, now that we miss everything, it's like, why not miss Kevin Durant? I do. I miss everyone. Yeah, it, it doesn't look like they've released the rest of the Nets players that have it. It says four. One of them is showing symptoms, and the rest of them are not. But yeah, Kevin Durant, one of them with coronavirus, at just two days after people were saying that he was going to come back and play in the NBA playoffs. He looked good. I don't think he cares to come back and do that this year. 
No, not with where the Nets are. He shouldn't. It would suck for uh, maybe the Raptors, who got a two-seed. If they'd have to play a seven-seeded KD and Kyrie in August. Yeah. but uh, a bummer. Get well soon to Kevin Durant. Um, all SEC Pro Days are canceled. That really bums me out. Uh, Louisville def- baseball being canceled just killed me. I mean, I love turning them on every day. That is one of the more. And, you know, you and me, a lot of people don't jump into the college baseball all year. But, like, we were, like, literally texting each other about the games as they were going yeah, on. Yeah, first like, game of the year, ago. you call me, like, where are you watching? How do I, I get this now. going? I, I can't figure it out. Gotcha. And it's it's literally like it, that. It's just one of like ninety things that just breaks your heart when mm-hmm. you think about it. Because I mean, they play four days every week. You just throw it on one of your TVs. You're like F- watching the cards. Yep. Reed Detmer's filthiest curveball in the game. That starting pitching rotation was just going to be such a fun it was way look to really spend a good weekend. Yeah. In Omaha. Yes. Like we're going to win it. Yeah, we're going to win it all. One final thing today, uh, Rick Pitino. So he's a new coach at Iona. Austin and I kind of talked about it yesterday, um, and we we kind of both just were looking at it like, yeah, he's he's probably gone. You know, he, he's probably going to go to Iona for a year or two. He'll be pretty successful, and then he'll head out. Something interesting that I saw is he was on a New York radio show yesterday, and he had a lot to say. Maggie and the Moose. He said that he deserved to be fired by Louisville, which was a you know kind of a misleading headline because you click on it, and he he just said the same thing he always says, which is I deserve to be fired. It all happened under me. But no, I wasn't involved. He also tried to get like four. Yeah, yeah I wasn't guilty of any wrongdoing, uh, which he's kind of maintained. But so. and in that, you know, they they say the lawsuit he didn't win against Louisville, but he did get his firing turned to a resignation, which could have helped him in this job process, maybe. But the most interesting quote I saw from this: "This is Rick Pitino on his new contract with Iona." I don't think with the type of buyout I have, and I'm even too embarrassed to tell you the number. It's so scary. Iona definitely is my last stop. I almost laugh at the buyout. It's so comical. So, I mean, he, he might be at Iona for a while. I'm, Forever. Maybe. I hate it. If Rick Pitino's coaching college basketball, I want him to be at Louisville. I was fine with him over in Greece, but like now I'm like, now he's going to have to see him. I feel so bad. I like it. I like having I random. Still, I mean, if someone asked me today, like, who you want as your coach, Patino or Mac? I would say Patino, just because I love Patino that much, but I'm happy with Mac. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I, you know, that's all I know is Patino. I love when I just have a random team or, or player, you know, s- something to just latch on to for a whole season. And that'll be me with Iona now. I, Might I have will, DP on there, too. I don't think Darius is, is very interested in that. I, oh, I, I mean, I don't either. Just every person in the yeah, world thinks. I did see going. immediately when he turns, oh, Darius Perry Iona. And it, it could happen. I mean, it's not impossible, but. I think it's uh, just as possible that he goes to any other school. Maybe not any other. I don't think he's good enough to go to any other. Yeah, that's that's true. Any any other school on that level. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I'll watch Rick like crazy. I'm I'm really excited for him to uh, be back in the NCAA. But it doesn't look like he's going anywhere. As me and Austin talked about yesterday, we were saying one and a half, two and a half years. He's out. That probably isn't going to be the case. Austin was a hundred percent right though on. If if Louisville and I are in the tournament next year, that's that's the first round game. Yeah, but wouldn't it be cool if there was a tournament? <laughs> It'd be cool if I could turn on the TV and I'm not watching. What is this game from like 2001? Uh, yeah, it looks the like Sixers I got a, and the Celtics. Looks like I got AI versus Celtics. I right mean, this now. is like it's on a VHS tape. Yeah, and this, this is, is terrible. And this is the Celtics. This is pre KG era. Four. Yeah, this is uh, Paul Pierce and Ricky Davis out here right now. This is not good TV. This is rough. But this was fun. You got anything else? No, I think I'm good for now. All right, TTYL.